The Are You Studying series from the International Gospel Hour continues today as we go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Would you love a few moments of just some good book, chapter, and verse study? Well, let's learn, let's grow, and let's study. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the International Gospel Hour. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 4-9, through 9, the Bible says, I thank my God always concerning you for the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus, that you were enriched in everything by Him, in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. To God be the glory for His beautiful Word, and may the Lord bless us with the reading and the hearing and the application of His Word in study. From 1 Corinthians 1, verses 4-9, through 9, please note a couple of things. First of all, these are words of assurance written to Christians at Corinth. The church that we read of in the New Testament, that's the church at Corinth. Oh, yes, friends, it had its share of problems, as we will see. But when you and I look at such phrases as, "...enriched in everything by Him," and "...called into the fellowship of His Son," there is a relationship there that needs to be strengthened. The words confirmed, and not only mentioned once, but twice confirmed and confirm reminds us that the Lord loves His church and He wanted the best for these Christians at Corinth who had fallen into some tough, tough times. Also from this text, I am thankful also. Paul said, I thank my God always concerning you, writing to the Corinthians. Well, I am thankful to God for you, our listeners of the International Gospel Hour. Welcome today. Thank you for tuning in. We are greatly encouraged to see the feedback to our work and to hear the good words that you bring forth. And we're thankful that you are growing and learning, and we pray that we'll say something that will help you. I always like to pause and thank Jay Webb, our announcer, and for the good work that he does. And you hear from Jay throughout our broadcast today. The Are You Studying series is on the air, of course, and each and every time we have this series, we take a book and chapter and go verse by verse in an expository study, if you will. We expose the text as we understand the Bible. And so we're going to pick up with 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 5 in just a moment. But first, let's go to our J-Web and let Jay share with you a few words about how you can reach us here at International Gospel Hour. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-7988. 
1-800-663-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or if you prefer, 1-855-444-6988. And yes, friends, we would love to hear from you, so feel free to call us. Or if you'd like to write us, our address is Post Office Box 118. Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's the International Gospel Hour at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. From time to time, we have individuals that say we'd like to know your address, and we want to make that available. From 1 Corinthians chapter 1, as we began with the first four verses, we noted previously that unto the church, the predenominational body of Christ, Paul refers to the saints at Corinth, those who are separated as ones who are sanctified. We understand that a person is called by the gospel of Christ, 2 Thessalonians 2.14, and how they are called and to be separate from the world, and how they are to be individuals who are the called according to the gospel, Romans 8, verse 28. So Paul refers to them as saints. Now, in researching Paul's opening statement, his greeting to them in the original language has a greater degree of intimacy than other letters he has written. Now, this would stand to reason as the church of Corinth began with the preaching of the gospel by the apostle Paul himself in Acts chapter 18. Paul sets the foundation to defeat the division within the church by pointing them back to Jesus Christ, the one Christ that prayed for unity, John 17, and the one Christ that brings people together through obedience to Him, as we note the breaking down of the wall of partition between Jew and Gentile in Ephesians 2. We pick up with verse 5, and we learn that the Christian is enriched by Jesus Christ, that the individual, the Christian, is not enriched by himself or herself. After all, the Christian needs Christ. And before one becomes a Christian, they see the need of Christ in their lives. And as they obey the gospel, they are able to be enriched by Him. The knowledge is taken in, the utterance or the word logos or the word goes forward due to the knowledge of God in Christ. So utterance and knowledge are two of the gifts of the Spirit in 1 Corinthians 12-14. through Now Paul makes mention to them about the gifts and the special reference to the spiritual gifts, that that was bestowed on the church at Corinth. That was the primary purpose of those gifts, to teach and to instruct. We note that from Mark 16.20 and Ephesians 4.8-15. Now, knowledge and utterance are not granted miraculously today since we do have the Scriptures. For all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and it is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete or perfect, thoroughly furnished unto every good work, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. 
We have the assurance that all things are given unto us that pertain unto life and godliness in Second Peter 1, verses 3 and 4. So we can grow in our knowledge, and the utterance or what we convey and teach comes forth from us in our study because we are enriched by Jesus Christ into a study of His Word, knowing what we are to do and what we are to say. To build on that in verse 6, the testimony or the proof of Christ had been confirmed in their lives. Now that's a key point in this study of 1 Corinthians, for Paul is establishing a simple yet powerful point that will attack the division within. I defer to Brother Mike Willis of the Truth Commentaries of the book of 1 Corinthians of his observation of the word confirmed a word that means to make firm or established. This Greek term bore a technical sense with reference to the legal sphere, meaning this. Whenever a seller confirmed a purchase to a buyer in the face of third parties, he accepted a confirmation, a confirmation of the sale, therefore a guarantee. And that word of confirmation in the original language can mean simply to make firm or establish and can bear the legal implications of to guarantee. And so as it bears the legal implications, therefore, the testimony of Christ, the gospel, was legally validated by the gifts of God's grace. And, of course, as Brother Willis confirms, we see the purpose of the miraculous spiritual gifts in this passage as clearly as we do in Mark 16, 17-20, Hebrews 2, 3, and 4, and Romans 1, and verse 11. The spiritual gifts, the miraculous in the first century, served to confirm the gospel. And we have that confirmed today in the Bible. In verse 7, they were not lacking in any of these gifts, as we will note in chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians. They could know the truth, but now they were using these gifts as the problem and the root of their division, therefore a lack of love. Now, friends, I know we're looking ahead to chapters 12, 13, and 14, which, Lord willing, one day we hope to get to, but we understand that they were using their miraculous gifts granted to them in the first century with a lack of love. In verse 8, the word confirm, as going back to verse 6, is rooted and grounded and established. And the Corinthians are reminded how they are not grounded in one another. But if they all understood their rooting in Christ, then their division would cease. The late Brother Leon Stancliffe put it this way, The confirmation which God has provided for all men is so abundant that we have no excuse for meeting Him in a filthy condition. God has brought forth all things that pertain to life and godliness. From this study today, friends, here's what we can attain. We can grow in knowledge of Christ through the Word of God. It's not a miraculous understanding, but a complete Word brought forth by inspiration that we can understand. We can be confirmed through the Christ upon obedience to His will and to become rooted and established. And may it always be, friends, as we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let's pause for just a moment. Another word from our J-Webb, and we'll wrap up the program today. 
Friends, you've listened to us over the air and online for years. And now you can see the International Gospel Hour program on our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube and put International Gospel Hour in the search engine, and it will take you there. Please subscribe and click on the bell. You'll be notified each time a program is uploaded. It's free. Subscribe on YouTube today. And friends, you can see us on YouTube, and you can hear us right here again next time. Let's continue our studies together then, shall we? And thank you always for joining me on the International Gospel Hour radio broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, as always, keep studying and keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.